This podcast contains material that is intended for mature audiences and may not be suitable for all listeners. Enjoy. Because of that, but we are here and we are live, and I assume because Jake laughed, he could hear me. So that is a that is a positive. Um, we are do a, we're doing 1999's Mystery Alaska tonight. I am excited. It's a hockey movie, and uh, we did a little Twitter poll today, and the people have talked. And instead of moving on the baseball movies, we're just going to continue trudging on through the random sports movies until the apocalypse either kills us all or baseball comes back. So, eat at Arby's. That's my uh, that's my intro today. But before we go on to uh, this movie, I just want to talk about uh, Dead Eye Barbecue Sauce. I understand that's really hard to get to the store right now, doing social distancing and shit. But Dead Eye has your back. So you can get on DeadEyeBBQ.com. Get on Amazon Prime. You can even do Hy-Vee Curbside, which is what I did today this weekend, and I put some Dead Eye on there because. Deadeye is fucking amazing, and I've been eating a lot of egg sandwiches, and I miss it. So, I use it all, because I'm a big Deadeye guy. But anyways, go check them out at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You can still barbecue and be social distance from everybody and sauce your meat. And as always, go subscribe to us at iTunes, iHeart, Stitcher, Spotify. Help us out. Share with your friends. I understand that right now is not the easiest time to listen to podcasts, because you're probably home, and the TV's right there. 
and other things. But if you could just, you know, hit that subscribe and download button, you'd be doing us all a great favor. And check out the website, thetailgatesite.com. Munch Madness, I believe, is on its way here. Maybe next week. At some point, it will happen. And we're all going to discuss how mini tacos are somehow a 14 seed in the gas station food, which is bullshit. So, to be frank. But tonight, I'm always joined by Jake Voss and Sean Chantez Festerman. And tonight, we are joined by the only hockey fan, mainly the hockey fan we know, of the tailgate society, JT Nutt. JT, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Can you guys hear me? We can. What are your thoughts we- on mini tacos being a 14 seed? Are there 13 <laughs> other foods I feel like- at a gas station that you would grab before mini tacos? I would definitely grab mini tacos. I definitely grab them before I get a hot dog. I don't trust something that's been sitting under that little heat lamp for 16 hours and which, I mean, the ingredients of a hot dog's nasty anyway. The ingredients of a taco is deliciousness and promise think, and amazing. I, I mean, think the main it's a thing, mini, mini tacos, version, which is easy to eat. Yeah. Yeah. I think the main thing it has going against it is, like, they're always, like, four ninety nine for, like, five mini tacos, right? Or three ninety nine. Like they're yeah, expensive. that's a price point. Or you can get a pizza or two pieces of pizza for damn near the same price. But, all right. So, since... We have a guest tonight. I'm going to let Sean test his, uh, his ass in the penalty box. And, JT, <laughs> how we lead every show off on the on matinee baseball winter workouts is you have 90 seconds or 60 seconds to give the entire plot of Mystery Alaska to us so everyone who can be caught up or if they haven't watched it, they just want to come along for the fun. So tell me what happens in Mystery Alaska in 90 seconds or less. Mystery Alaska is a small town uh, that very much is obsessed with hockey and is the pastime and is pretty much everything around the town centers it. A gentleman who was ostracized by the town leaves town and comes back and brings back the New York Rangers, which could either unify the town or the tear the part, town apart. Uh, depends on how the game goes. It involves the local economy, involves local people, involves pride, uh, which is going to make down while they play hockey. They don't shoot the very well, but, man, they can skate like anybody. They can skate, and this is coming from a hockey player. If you can skate, you can do anything you really need to do. And it's about love. It's a love triangle, jealousy, love of hockey, family, cheating. So, yeah, it's very much about a small town, fights of life, and also brings in hockey into it, which is kind of a fringe sport in a fringe town, and it all works together. I think that might be the best we've ever done. No offense, Yeah, I just lost my job. Like he just he just he just nailed that shit. Like like so I like this movie, but as always with any of the uh, matinee baseball movies, I have I have some takes about this movie, and I'm glad that JT's here because he's actually like a hockey player, so he can like like call me out on my bullshit for if I'm like being stupid. But before we get into the takes, the main question I have for this movie, JT, is. They make such a big deal about pond hockey. It's a bigger, it's a bigger court rink, I guess. Sorry, and that's gonna like be like the equalizer and shit. And mind you, yes. when they play the game, it looked fucking huge. Is yes. that like a big deal? Like, is that like something that they could like actually do to be like a professional hockey team? Let's just look at the ice first. American hockey, especially the NHL, is very small ice compared to Europe, where it's much, much bigger. 
uh, and they make a point that it's bigger than Europe, right? They make that point. They say it's bigger than they play in Europe, yes. even. Right, it's larger think, than if international. Think of it in, think of it in, in, in terms of that most people could understand is that the NHL hockey is played on a football field. European hockey is played on a soccer field, if that makes that sense. Doesn't, that doesn't help me at all. Nope. Okay. I don't understand the difference. <laughs> how about a Canadian? So, how about a Canadian football field? It's just it's okay. Bigger. So so hockey is played on a basketball right arena. Are they and, playing? And Canadian <laughs> hockey is played, and then European hockey is played on a football field. For so comparison's like, sake, so it's much, like double the size, bigger, or like not double the size. Uh, it looks that way because it's a, it's a lot wider. It's not necessarily it's longer, longer yep. but it's a lot wider, so there's a lot more room to move. And even in the NHL, where you place your your blue lines and your red lines really makes a difference. So that you can move the blue lines wherever you want. So they can have a smaller neutral zone or a bigger neutral zone and have less offensive area. But it all comes in that. So the thing is, with the larger ice, the skating really comes into regards because if you're in a smaller area, you can even if you're a good skater, you get two steps on the guy, you're only 10 feet away from the board, so it really doesn't matter. Whereas if you get a ton of area, that speed can kill the guy that can't keep up with you. You can separate, make it an easy shot on goal. So that, that's a big deal. And the thing with pond hockey versus ice is most of the guys, especially in Canada, especially in you know Minnesota and all that, grew up as kids playing pond hockey. We grew up playing baseball. Grew up play, so what, play, you what's know, the difference, hoops. though? Like They keep saying, like, you're oh, talking, you're talking about there. a climate-controlled ice. Is ice. White. They, keep, they keep saying black ice, but during the final game, the ice is fucking white. And I'm sorry, I'm an exactly. idiot. Exactly, which, which is, once again, it's yeah, that that's kind of something that bothers me. But actual pond hockey is a frozen lake. It's a frozen pond. You don't know what you're going to get. Uh, so you'll have spaces that will be colder than others, and others that will be warmer because it's not climate-controlled like an actual arena is which is actually, you know, most ice surfaces are about half as thin as you think they'd actually be. Uh, but, I mean, when you're skating on a pond, you've got four or five inches of ice. When you're skating on an actual rink, you've got maybe an inch, maybe less than that. So, so yeah, so it's that, not going to be nearly as even. Jake. And you're going to – What was that? Oh, yeah. They talk no, about I'm, it. I'm just listening because I'm curious about this too. They okay, talked about it a little bit early – to, I guess not early, but one of the first things is, as far as pond hockey goes, it's a game. Pond hockey is a game without lines and you know offsides rules and icing rules, yes, and things like that. You're not playing the boards. I, I think they bring it up at one point. If it goes into the snowbank, you you lose possession to the other team. You don't go into a battle on the boards or no. a face off or something like that. You know, it's out of play. Um, so it is. I mean, it's a different game. It is an entirely give, different game for it being the same game, kind of thing. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, exactly. So there's a there's a lot more rules to professional hockey. To I mean, it's more pond hockey is basically your backyard football kind of thing. Uh, well, even it, even within hockey itself, back when this movie came out, you weren't allowed to do two line passing, so you come pass from your own zone. Pass right. center ice your offensive player. Now you can do that, which made the game a lot faster. But yeah, back then you would have had offsides with that two line passing, icing, and all that, which would have slowed the game down. But now the NHL is, you know, and hockey in general is embracing the whole speed aspect, which this movie kind of touched on. Is I might not have the best shot, but I can outskate you, and if I can get close enough to the goalie, maybe I can put it in. 
So right. Yeah. That's what she said. Exactly. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, not 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 for the next couple of weeks at least, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> so, all right, because all right, so Sean owns this movie on Amazon, and I get the impression that Jake is like one of your like, sorry, JT, a little drunk, been drinking a little bit. <laughs> JT is like one of your That's favorite movies. Right. I am excited yes. to like poke holes in this shit, and you guys like to push back. I enjoyed the movie. Problems with the movie. That makes sense. It's still like, it's still Hollywood, so you should have problems with it because it's not okay, real. So like, so like the, I, I'm gonna talk about the I'm gonna talk about the positives first. All right, this okay. movie is literally made up of that guy, just made up of characters right? that are in other movies. Like they're like that guy. I like that guy. I like that guy. I like that guy. Absolutely. Everyone besides Russell Crowe in this movie, if they show up in a movie like a tiny part, you're like oh that I like that dude, right? I literally set through fucking. Wolverine Origins the other night, and the, the big dude Tree is in that. And it's like, oh, that guy, you know. Yes. And uh, and like, oh yeah, you know, like Burt Reynolds obviously is in, you know, him. But like, like the two the two redheaded guys, the guy that plays a uh, skank and Reynolds' son, you know. Uh, Scotty Grimes, who was in that. Oh God, that that made fun of uh, Star Trek with. Uh, oh God. <laughs> He's been in some shit, you know, yeah. and. Uh, <laughs> And like, even well, like you know, the, the mayor is in fucking everything. So. Yeah, he's in he's in Con Air, he's in Die Hard Two, he's in Deep Space Nine. You know, you got Michael McKenna, the guy who gets shot. He's on Better Call Saul. He's on, you know, he's Wayne World actor. Airheads. Yeah, it yeah, was like, like it was like literally uh, character after character. It was it was like, oh, I know, I recognize that guy. I, I completely that forgot guy. that Mike Myers was in this. I'm like, oh. Oh yeah, that's cool. Like, who introduced me sense. to the term Robin Tug? That I didn't know what that meant until I watched uh, Entourage with Johnny Drama. I, I fucking, I literally, that was one of the few points where I laughed. So, all right, all right, so all right, that's a good segue, and we're gonna earn our like not safe for work rating here. This movie had like just bits of like American Pie humor in it. That like, why was it there? Like, I just like the whole like the, the high schooler who, like, premature ejaculates, like, why is that in this movie? Like, it makes uh, no sense. Like, well, it's like, it's like a, a producer's like... No, from hockey... No, as a hockey player, there is definitely a lot of immaturity in hockey culture. Like, if you ever, have you guys watched Letterkenny at all? No, uh, it's on my list. But I, I feel okay. like... I'm going to see when American Pie came out. Cause I feel like someone saw, like, American Pie, and they're like, Oh, July 9th, 1999. They both count 99. Right. And then they were like, we got to get some yeah, shit like this that, in there. Yeah, it's that era of, like, throwing yeah. just raunchy, dirty stuff in movies. And the whole thing like. I could think about during that scene, excuse me, is, like, they're going to, like, have sex and what I imagine is, like, a freezing cold fucking, like, snowplow. Like, and they don't even have it running. <laughs> yeah, but you I think that trucker it. would have heat of some kind. Well, the whole show is about how cold it is. Like, I'm like, I, I hate cold weather. Anyone who's tailgated with me knows that I fucking bitch when it's cold, like nonstop. Like, and this whole movie, they're like, oh, it's only going to be like negative 10 today or five degrees. Well, I'm think, like, I think the first I, I played hockey. About... I played hockey in, in uh, a tournament, an actual pond hockey tournament, put on my dial log, where the high that day was one degree. And no when you're playing, chance. you didn't feel it because of the beard and the fact you were moving around. 
Well, there are people in the fucking stands. The most fun things to do when it's cold out is play hockey and have sex. I'm like, I understand that. I understand that, too. I actually get what you're saying. Like, I don't want to, like, go, like, two down into the gutter, but, like, the physics of them trying to have sex in, like, I imagine a very cold snow (laughs) blade... I feel like it's like Thank you're you. trying to down the there's, sexual angles of a no porno way, at this there's point. There's no way that thing has proper heating anyway. Like, <laughs> yeah. you're, even you're if you run it for an shit. hour and a half, like it's just it's JT's not like warm realizing they came on the wrong podcast about this point. Like, oh, what the fuck did I get into? They're discussing how hot it has to be for a high schooler to maintain a proper erection. <laughs> but the oh. thing is, but the thing is also they've lived that in that cold their entire life, so you acclimate to it. Like so, if it's cold in the middle of winter, you're not used well, to it. If it gets cold in like November, you're like, well, what the hell? And also, we've all been high school. We've all been seventeen, eighteen year old kids. Like it really doesn't take. You know, the cold isn't necessarily going to kill everything. And, <laughs> quite, quite a necessary deterrent sometimes. Like. Fuck that that part that scene the whole scene just seemed so t- Ted I will say I I do think that that scene is unnecessary but it does did make me laugh my ass off later in the movie when he like gets he the pulled concussion. it he pulled a Jason Biggs like he pulled a yeah. Jason Biggs he pulled yes. a fucking Jim from American Pie like legitimately <laughs> like like I mean I did I did like the uh the to move on from that scene later on when the daughter is talking with uh Burt Reynolds wife and she says some shit like <laughs> you need to leave the room right now she's like I don't want to leave like, if you don't leave the room happening. right now I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell you what we're talking about it's just like that is one of the best lines because he's like well played oh, I will leave now okay it's like it's like the greatest mom flex of all time just like you really want to know? Like, if you stick around, we'll let you know. Like, and just okay. Well, that, yeah, I probably don't want to know. What she says is the look in her eye that only he understands. Like, okay, you need to leave right now. Right. And I was like, yeah, I'm the judge of this town, but uh, okay, <laughs> I, I'm leaving now. But then, then you know, he says no originally. He says no, and then he's she's like, you can leave, yeah. or I'll tell you why you need to leave. Yeah, or right. I swear I'll tell you, or. If you don't leave, I swear I'll tell you what what we're talking about. <laughs> Which this, is the second okay. funny part of the movie. <laughs> oh, sorry, I got confused. Um, yeah, I mean that, that part, like, and like that part, like felt like a random, and like it just there, there were like a few parts, like just like felt like they were like a producer somewhere was like, we gotta get the Utes, we gotta get the Utes in here, you know, we gotta get some shit, you know, and. Yeah, that's all I got. Well, Sorry. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a few. I mean, to kind of piggyback on that, there's a couple things I have in here. Apparently, in my notes, I just I took down some quotes and events and then made notes after them. But uh, it's uh oh, what do I have? Um, John Beebe's wife, I'm assuming at the time when she does the. Oh, Zamboni? I'm getting wet just thinking about it. And, like, the and mayor right, just goes... My, my and God just walk away. Line in the movie. That, that line better is laugh. so awesome. <laughs> like, like, Jesus. You know... Uh, Zamboni, huh? Like, I'm getting wet just thinking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, uh... When the one dude's, you know, talking about... Talking about banging out Sarah or whatever, and, uh... You know, calling her a walrus or whatever, and they look yeah. down. They look down at him, and he just goes, and he goes, 
Uh, it was a slip of the tongue, you know. She just she just smoked my hog. I was, I, I wasn't in my right mind. <laughs> I'm just, oh man, <laughs> that's uh, super like, inappropriate like, for anything. I felt like there was a part there, like I felt like they like like they had like a cutting room scene where like someone else on the team had a crush on her because she's like a she's an actress that's been in some shit. So I kind of surprised like like she when she showed I'm like oh she's gonna show up. Yeah, she's she's in rules you know? of engagement. Right. Yeah, and she's in the. Uh, she's in Sabrina the Teenage Witch. What no, she? no, that's not her. No, no, Are you're you getting sure? her confused. You're getting her confused. No, she I'm was sure. the, she was the older the wife. There's the younger couple and the older couple and rules of engagement. And she's, she's also the in, older she's mom. She's also the mom and gra- she's the mom and grounded for life. Also. Okay. And rules of engagement and rules of engagement, which is Megan probably David Price. Spade's best role outside of Tommy yeah. Boy. He was good in that shit. Besides, or just but, shoot me. I don't. Yeah, I guess I, don't, I didn't watch much. She should shoot me. But uh, all right. So I'm a. I'm a, I'm gonna give this to the floor, and we're gonna. It's been 20 years. So if you guys are gonna recast Russell Crowe as a lead in this movie, who are you going with? And I'll let JT start. Sorry. I'm going, oh, God damn you it. know what? I thought of, Just someone, the I thought of someone that. I wouldn't think could pull things off, but he's been Wolverine. He's been in Kate and Leopold. I do Hugh Jackman. That's a good one. That is actually a good one. Because yeah, you need I, someone that. Because I almost thought about the guy uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan who plays Negan, but he's a little bit too old. But you need someone that can be rugged and sweet at the same time. And Hugh Jackman does an amazing job of that. I also thought. I also thought though while watching the movie, maybe Norman Reedus. But yeah, I don't know if he can do the yeah. I don't know if he can do the dad role as much. He can do the hockey player role really well, but he can do the dad role really well. I don't know how much so range, I don't know how much range he has, but that would if he exactly. could if he could actually do it, then yeah, I would agree. I think you're probably good on that. But but no, but I definitely thought I well, I, I got just Hugh Jackman because he's just freaking awesome. So yeah, I think yeah. Uh, maybe Ben That's Affleck. I did think about Ben Affleck too because he he can pull off the gritty, but yeah. Well, I think I think you can grab, I you know a few of those guys who are in uh, just kind of that age range of right now of maybe forty five to fifty five, because yeah, also, it is. I mean, you're trying to play an older kind of almost retired hockey players sort of dude um, yeah. on an ice rink, like in a small town. Like that's gonna be like. There's going to be a 40-year-old that, yeah, he's been good. He's been playing forever. Like, he can he can hold his own, but he isn't doing what he did when he was 25 sort of thing. Well, even as a rec hockey player, there there is definitely a huge division between one league and getting sent down. There's a sense of pride and all that. Even though you know you're not as good as you used to be. Like, right. there is definitely a dynamic to that that I don't think other sports maybe necessarily have because – haven't played as many, but I definitely am like, yeah, as someone who plays rec league hockey, I can understand it. Whereas, like, we're sending you down. It's like, no, you're not. I'm better than that guy. I don't care if he's younger. So, but yeah, so I, I thought that was a cool dynamic. But sorry, I didn't mean to digress. Now, I think the an interesting thing about that is, is Russell Crowe was not actually that old. I mean, he no. wasn't young, but he's only like 35. Oh, definitely, like, man, this, right. this movie. Miss probably making a hit ton of money if it just got released after Gladiator, right? It was released a year before Gladiator, and if it comes out like after yeah. Gladiator, like mm, five times its 
minus so much it made, it makes a lot more. Yeah. So, sorry to interrupt. But did Gladiator come out before Beautiful Mind, or which one came out first? Because I think those were the Gladiator two roles I really remember. Okay. Gladiator came out first. And then he was also really good in JT, these two dudes are way too young to realize when a beautiful mind came out that the twist like completely fucked with us because they're both youths. So. What are you talking yeah. about? I love that movie. Okay, when did how many you what were you when that came out? Twelve? I don't know what year I don't know what year it came out. When did I I don't fucking know. <laughs> I still love that movie. Just just because I was young when it came out doesn't mean I couldn't have watched it watch it now and love that, it. That, 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 that twist, like, fucked blew me in mind when it came out. Like, it blew me in mind. It was in 2001. Uh, Material oh, came out a year before Gladiator. Like, Russell yeah. Crowe, like, movies before that, besides, I guess, they Confidential, they were rough. To say, to he was say. also in Virtuosity with uh, Denzel Washington, which wasn't a great movie, but he was a really good bad guy, so... I've never seen that movie, and I imagine it didn't help him make Mystery Alaska very much money. Like, no. Look, like, all right, so look at this shit. So after after Mystery Alaska, look at this run that he goes on. We have Insider, which got nominated for an Academy Award for, uh, Gladiator, A Beautiful Mind, Master Commander, Far Side of the Moon, Cinderella Man, and then 310 the Yuma. Like, that is a good run. Great that's movie. A hell of a run. 310 the yeah. Yuma is freaking awesome. Yeah, that's a hell of a right. run. In like, I mean, yeah. American that, like four year also period. There. No, it's actually like seven. Cause apparently, it doesn't make very much movies. But like, yeah, yeah, like, but you got right. Samuel Jackson who says yes to every single role. I mean, I mean man's got to eat. I'm not gonna. I mean, I'd be the same way. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, if he like, eats, is he gonna pay with his with his uh, whatever credit card that is, his uh, Capital One credit card? Yeah. So like. So like I'm I'm I uh I I missed out on what who you guys thought but like I understand like like Goon is like all in our like our conscience for like cocky movies is like Sean William Scott like would he be good to replace Russell Crowe in this if you were casting uh, it so no, I'd so have to replace Hugh Gank. Jackman and oh, I brought yeah. up Affleck. Well, I mean, Affleck man, we're all gonna get sad and drink to that Affleck basketball movie. It's already yeah. on video on demand. We can figure out a way to share that twenty bucks. I'd already have it on cat. Like, like <laughs> that movie. Like, it just, it just like screams me. Like, like they're like, they're like someone made a movie for Ted. It's about an alcoholic basketball coach who can't stay on the wagon, who teaches kids to win. Like, just like hook that shit into the veins. Let's just fucking <laughs> go. Like, maybe I have a problem. I did That's try cool. to find a speaking of Ben Affleck. I did try to find a way to. Squeeze Matt Damon in this movie somehow, but I could make it happen. So, is Seth Rogen too old to be Russell? Am I reaching there? I always say Seth Rogen in these fucking spots. Seth like, Rogen's not athletic enough to pass off. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, Seth no, you can't buy him as a hockey player. You could buy him as a stone hockey player, maybe in Letterkenny, <laughs> but yeah. So, yeah, but, so that's the that's the issue with Rogan. I think Rogan could probably do everything. It's just like, can you pass him off as an actual hockey player athlete? Yeah, he'd have to be a goalie. Uh, you know, just <laughs> granted. It's the same thing with Kevin James. Like, I tried to put Kevin James in this movie somewhere. I'm just like, no, he's just not. He just can't pull it off because of his past roles and his, you know. That's a yeah. that's a good question about that. Like discussing like actors. 
this movie, the main problem I had in this movie is like they did a terrible job of like explaining who was what on the hockey team besides the fast high schooler and the grocery clerk who could shoot well. Like they had the dude, they had the dude that's like the uh, the side detective from Monk. I didn't know he was a goddamn fucking goalie to the end of the fucking movie. Like you think they were like, I couldn't even tell you who the main goalie is of all those people. No idea. And you got like right like this like. They didn't define it. Like they didn't define it, and we've been talking for half an hour. So but, I'm, I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start. Go ahead, JT. Before I start picking. But it. just the goalie. The goalie's. What's what's the big thing about a goalie? Is he's always wearing a mask, so you really don't know his identity anyway. Yeah, but a you're going to the Rangers. Hockey. Yeah, but look at look at the fact. Like the big deal. I I've written this about hockey before. A big deal is it's hard to make hockey players famous because you never really see their face. In basketball, you have all these close-up shots of what they look like. In baseball, it's the same thing. In hockey, everyone's always wearing a helmet, and the most obscure view of someone's face is a goalie. So, I mean, really, even if you knew who he was anyway, you really want to care because the only time you ever care about a goalie was what? Mighty Ducks? Yeah, I mean, I've only watched two hockey movies in my entire life that I remember. I mean, I watched Miracle Wars, I saw okay. one. Like, I don't. I don't like yeah. movies where I know the ending to it. Like it just takes away from it. I'm sorry. I'm. I'm a fucking asshole for that. Like I knew how the movie's gonna end. So like. Yeah. No. There's nothing wrong with that. So. All right. I, I, all right. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna throw this out. This is my biggest fucking problem with this fucking movie. And you can all. All of you can shit on me. I'm ready for this. I have a new drink in my hand. The guy who misses the goal to lose the game, which sucks. I hate when they don't win the game was the, the worst fucking character to have missed the fucking goal. Like, literally, they're like, like, how is Burt Reynolds' son not missing the goal? How is fucking Russell Crowe not missing the goal? How is the high schooler not missing the goal? Like, the kid who, like, shot the guy in the foot has no backstory besides he shot a guy in the foot. You guys have, like, we don't know if he has a wife, a girlfriend, but any he's kind of home But he's the best player on the team. I don't get, then make him better. Like, make Put him in Burt Reynolds' son's spot. Like no, they no, don't, no. They don't, Burt Reynolds, they don't. No, the Burt Reynolds. Burt Reynolds pissed at his son for not playing hockey the right way. Burt Reynolds is a guy that didn't have wasn't him miss the enough. shot, and then the movie ends with Burt Reynolds hugging him and being like, "It's okay." We'll no, move no, on. no, no, no. Because when you when when you get to the end of a game, you try to get the puck to your best player. Connor Banks is your best player. He has your I best know. shot. But make him the well, best. Well, no. Like what pisses me off is he has his best shot. It's a one timer. A one timer. They pass it to you as it gets to you. You shoot it before it gets to you. As soon as it gets to you, you're firing that. He takes like three steps and then finally fires the puck, which negates yeah, the entire purpose of a one timer. So the goalie <laughs> can get in position to block it. Like every time I watch that, I'm like, Connor Banks, you took way too long to shoot the puck. He what the fuck the are you doing? Straight on, and then just winds up for a slap shot, and there was. Yeah. If you're going to lose the game, if you're going to end the movie on a shitty spot, like Little Big League, where you lose the game, then whoever loses the fucking game, I better care about enough that I'm like, oh, man, that sucks. But he'll learn yeah. from it. No, they they did. You're right. They didn't develop his character enough. But as far as hockey goes, he was the best player. So you get, you have your best pass to get it to your best shooter. And you hope for a goal. And honestly, in hockey, that usually pulling the goalie usually doesn't work out. Uh, but yeah, so I mean, that's kind of true and true to the game, if you want to say. But yeah, it wasn't his. It's yeah, it's on the whoever wrote the movie for not giving us enough 
No. I mean, if Hunter anything, like, actually switch around that, like, make it Reynolds' son shoots a guy in the foot. That makes it better. Makes it more intense, right? Like, and then, like, I don't know, like, it just... I don't give a shit about yeah, Connor Yeah, you can't Banks. have, Bert, you can't have the judge's son shoot someone in the foot because then you have to bring in a different judge to do the trial. I understand, but like, I just... All right, all right. I'm gonna tell you something really. I'm, all right, I'm nitpicking. I'm drunk. So if anyone else knows, <laughs> no, it's fine. Like, all right. During the courtroom scene, Reynolds has glasses on. Did anyone else mm-hmm. notice they aren't over his fucking ears? They're on the side of his ears. Really? Anyone else notice that shit? Wait, what? Like they're like they're literally like halfway down his ears. No. Like I who did the not fuck notice wears, that, but like who the as a guy who wears glasses, like who? How they sit on his face? They can't be comfortable like that. Like they literally didn't go over the top of his ears. Like his fucking reading well, glasses. Well, because he's Burt Reynolds and he's the American version of Sean Connery. He's going <laughs> to do whatever the fuck he wants. I, I get that, and he looked great in this movie. But like, you like they never like really like said why he was an asshole in this movie. He's just an asshole, right? Like yes. Yeah, there was no like, like explanation of backstory asshole. really. It was just that Is he, he used they never to be, said it was justified and... Like I'm from a small town, some dudes like that, he's not people don't hang out with him. They don't give a fuck if he's a judge. Like they just don't he's just not in the social group. Like yeah, he's a good hockey he player. Was an out, yeah. But he was also an outcast that never made the team anyway, so that kind of fits his narrative. The fact that he was never well, part how of does the he Sunday not game? make a team if he made if he made a double A college team? How does that work out? Like because he wasn't a or... good enough skater. Then why are these fuckers not going to some fucking college? Like Because they can skate and do nothing else. That's, the, other, yeah, like, that's the whole like that's the whole uh like thing behind this is they're great skaters. That's the reason that they can even compete in this scenario. They're not actually exactly. like great technically skilled hockey players necessarily. Sorry. Got a little yeah, cause... there, I apologize. No, you're, it's, it's a podcast. Isn't that what we're supposed to do? Jake and Sean are like, we, yeah, we know where we're at. Like, this <laughs> <laughs> is kind of par for the course at this point. Like, I, I, I just, just want to be clear. I like the movie, but like, there's just some parts that like, I don't like who takes the last shot. I, I cared about every single player that I knew on that hockey team, except Connor Banks, because he's just a fucking blank slate. He's just a dude. Like, he doesn't. There an is idiot, too. He bought a gun in a goddamn feed store. Like, what the fuck? Right. Like, like, yeah, but Michael McKean is an asshole and deserved to be shot I anyway. understand that, but, like, every character in the movie, <laughs> like, I would believe they'll pull a gun on him would not be... And then, and then, the mayor from Deep Space Nine somehow is completely okay with his wife fucking the town, like, male whore and just gets over it? Like, you know, like, just... Because he said, he's, like, I'm going to do my best to win a hockey game for you. <laughs> well, it was the mayor's fault for not taking care of his wife at all, no. like not even touching her for years and years and years. So maybe if he like, took care of things at home, she wouldn't need to dick somewhere else. Cares more about a, apparently he cares more about a goddamn hockey game because he, he forgives him over that, right? Like, <laughs> just, like, and that was, that was, yeah, that was I know the that, end of I know they, like, tr- I know they like tried to justify it or whatever, but I was like, yeah, I don't know about that. But okay, yeah. Like, and like, just how big is this town that a Walmart like store is like snooping around, right? Up in Alaska, yeah. Like, 
Like, well, and it's, so they I think make they're the, just pulling the small town heartstrings. There is what they're doing. But they make the they make the compare like it's uh they say that like in the next town over like they came in and these big corporations came in and they just shut all the local businesses down and stuff like that which I don't know what to Walmart some extent does. happens I understand that but at the Casey's same time oh. <laughs> but uh the district court of what I'm assuming is a very sparse area is still in mystery, Alaska. And they, so you would assume is the largest town in this whole area. They don't come to this town. Like why, why is it like an elf lounge or some shit too? Why aren't the judges and all the courts held of a whole damn fucking town over? Like, yeah, that would make the most sense. It's, well, like, something like, it couldn't figure out a tone. Is it a sex comedy? Is it a sports movie? Or is it a movie where, like, so, the fucking lawyer dies of a heart attack in New York City? I, like, I literally, at the end, my last, like, note was, it's a fucking rated R Disney movie. Like, like that's the whole tone of the movie to me. It's like almost it's like almost a mis- like a, a Disney movie, but it's got all this stuff in it that makes it a rated R movie. Yeah. Yes. I that's a good. That. Yeah. That that that's not a bad analogy they, at all. They, yeah. They, yeah. They, 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 they need to right pick a head. lane. And I imagine if they picked a lane, it would have made more money. <clears throat> like, like, and you take Tree with you to New York City instead of Russell Crowe. Like, I feel like. You or well, you can't take the sheriff out of there, so. Well, then take the fucking. Dude on the like, yes. Yeah, like, take on the brink. They had no shit. Like, or take, take the, the fucking high schooler. One of your goalies, yeah. Oh wait, there. You cannot. All right, I will. Jake and um, JT, I will buy your next beer if you can name the other goalie. That's not the one that comes in second. Which character like was his he? Last name. Just which one was he? Of all the actors. Which one was the goalie? Like was the goalie the one was, the the, deputy, was the deputy sheriff with the bad mustache. No, that was the one that came in second. He replaced yeah, he was the, main the backup goalie. goalie. So who's the main goalie? The main goalie was the guy who smoked the hog. And we have no idea what he does for a living. He's the one that the one, ratted out Skank Martin. Right. Which that, that, and he's super that, small. <laughs> that, punish, <laughs> that punishment made me literally wince. By the way, like that. I, I noted that down too. That was interesting. Did like, not look that, yeah, knowing, knowing how hockey guys are, yeah, I could see that actually being a thing. Like, like honestly, that's weird with shit like that. So. It just made me wince because it looked fucking oh, like yeah, it would hurt. Be, it'd be awful. <laughs> like, oh, yes, yeah, it would really, really hurt. Sliding but he, he ass first point, with so. only a jock strap on into a snowbank. Yeah. Like, Oh. Like, well, it's right. not really I didn't the ass you care about. It's what's slightly below that, but yeah. Above that, how he slid, but we exactly, won't get the scientific. <laughs> the upper upper area, the uh, like, the taint, if like, you will. If <laughs> 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 you know, scientists are a pretty bum rap, so we're gonna like say if you want to be scientific about it, but like, but like, 
yeah, like that that part was great. Like, I mean, that was great. Like, because I, I like a good like hazing type shit where like the speech about what what stays in the locker room stays here was good. I like that part, right? Like, you don't fucking like, and it was it was bush league for him to like tell anybody what happened in that locker room. We can all agree on that, right? Like, it was BS. Yeah, and even with hockey, I, I've done baseball, I've done basketball, I've done football. Like hockey locker rooms, the sanctity of what happens there. It's more. It's. I always think of hockey like community is like the pranking and you know shit talking all that is like baseball on steroids. Uh, well, that's a really bad choice of words, but I just said it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like as far as the locker room and dugout and all goes, like there's an actual like code of conduct that people are supposed to adhere to. Uh, and yeah, when you when you tell what happened, like that that's that's a really big deal, and I understand why they brought it in. Yeah, it was that part's funny, and I don't know why we got got brought to it because my my brain died a minute ago. No, but, you're uh, fine. I know I, that was something that I noted down during the movie. So no, I just can't remember how we got there. But anyway, um, so I'm currently watching a uh, a BVR baseball game, but I'm not going to discuss it. Um, appreciate that. Who would you have replaced Burt Reynolds in this movie? Ooh, that's a good question. Oh my God, that is a good question. Um, Clint Eastwood. I said if John fucking... Hamm. John Hamm's not old enough. Clint John Hamm's like ninety years old, dude. How old is fucking Burt Reynolds okay. in this movie? Like, well, Burt Reynolds was not ninety in the, for this mm. movie, though. They made him look a lot older than he was. And you could definitely Ham, make, you could Ham's definitely make John Hamlick older. If you get fucking pay enough to get Gene Hackman out of retirement, that'd be the pick. Right, I mean. I can't see, yeah, good. maybe. Like, you think you get Robert Duvall? Well, like, I, guess he, I guess he was 63. Duvall, is Duvall still alive? Probably not. Oh, we are so terrible people. Could you, could you get uh, Hugh Laurie to do it? Yeah, I could see that. I mean, I just, that just came to me like right now. So I'm like, you know what? Beard, likable. Hugh Laurie could pull it off. I'm an asshole, but oh. you still like me. I'm like, that's Apparently I didn't spell his name right because I'm seeing a bunch of U.S. versus Robert Duvall in my <laughs> shit. <Yo. laughs> oh, Parks are playing Ronald, not Robert. Woo! <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> Liam Neeson Bridges. He's Liam Neeson is too, too nice. I like Liam Neeson too much. You kinda have to want to hate the judge a little bit. I do hate the judge. So like I think the he, yeah, I think, Donald he, might work. I think he has the range though. Like he can play yeah. serious. Like so. I hate that he how like the whole like comeback speech is him being a cocksucker and like but they didn't like like and then like he like smiles at fucking Ro- Russell Crowe and he like lets him know and he's just being a cocksucker but that ruins the whole point because then Russell Crowe's like well I'm not going to play yeah. hard because he's just fucking with me right? like, why? no 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 that's the thing is no, he Cosner. made the captain for a reason the captain is a coach on the ice he was firing up the captain to get him to get the troops fired up, and that's exactly what he did. I think Costner would He said say, enough right? to just Costner piss off Russell Crowe enough as a captain to get everyone fired up, so I understand that completely. What about... Going about uh, go ahead. Can we, can we address the fact that 
any jury foreman thought they could come out and just order $42,000 in restitution. Sorry, I was too distracted by the fact that his glasses weren't on his goddamn ears. So I I turned the movie on and went and found it, and you're right. I don't think I think part of the problem is the glasses couldn't be like on the front of his nose and also go around his ears looking at it. Yeah, I think they're too short for to do that. Could Ryan Cranston be the judge? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I think you could do it. That's a good pull. Yeah. Yeah. He certainly got the range, and once again, you're supposed to hate him, but you kind of like him. He definitely did that in Breaking Bad. Well, yeah. Yeah. He'd be about the same oh. age anyway as Reynolds was. I feel like recasting this movie like now, like in like the reboot, like uh, question would be tough. Like, like I feel like you'd almost have to lean into like you have to like you have to lean in the two directions. You have to go pure comedy, and if you go pure comedy. I think Danny McBride is who I want to be, is who I want to be Russell Crowe. And if you want to go like pure drama, I think whoever said fucking uh. The dude from the uh, down movies, or the fuck, uh, White House Fallen. Gerard Butler. Yeah. That's not a bad choice. I think Gerard Butler would be good in that wrestling pro spot. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of him. No, that'd be a great choice because, yeah, he can certainly, he's got the chops to pull it off. Because they're practically. That's going to say that will work because who I had for Hank Azaria is Charles Danier. I think you can do Michael Pena to replace him. I can't, like, Hank Azaria in this movie, like, I'm such a big Brock Meyer fan. I just couldn't get past. I want him to like, come back. Yeah, I would agree. Yeah. Like, just, I mean, even though like the last two seasons of Brock Meyer have been kind of trash. No, but the first one was great. Oh, they should have ended the first one. I don't want to get sidetracked. They should have like, just they left just, it. Yeah, I agree. Right? Yeah. I want to revisit the first one because it is a perfect fucking baseball movie over ten episodes. Like, yeah. Like, I like spending time with them. I'm not, like, I'm not upset. Like, but it's just, it's just not, ever since he sobered up, it's been shit. Like, kind of well, shit. Well, have you seen like, how this season started off? Yeah, yeah, I'm current. It's, it's fine. Like, I mean, like that, thing. I, I haven't. Well, you should call it down for what's current. going on right now, and it's not funny. I'm like, eh, eh. <laughs> Yeah, it's, eh, it's okay. like, so, I have a, uh, an extra little, how would you cast moment, because I think, this is one of the most obscure ones we can get. How would you recast Little Richard? Ooh, I was thinking that during the movie. I mean, because uh, why in the world was it Little Richard? <laughs> so random. <laughs> I mean, if you like, I think you go Bob Seger, right? I no, mean, that's my bad. Yeah, you could do Bob Seger. The thing is, coming from someone who works at an event center, is places like that, there's a, you can always hire talent like, you know, or Ric Flair or Bret Hart or whatever celebrity wants to come out to do something. They all co- cost a different amount of money. I mean, I, so I don't think Bruno Mars is like, is like, it's too young of a choice, but like, that's the obvious choice, right? Is like Bruno that, Mars. Yeah. Bruno Mars. Yeah, Bruno Mars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you have, right, yeah, and that's not bad because you have to pick somebody who can drag out and carry a tune while singing multiple national anthems that ESPN was not ready for. No. Because when he breaks into O Canada and they're just like, oh, no. Uh, well, what? That part, <laughs> Wait, that part made me fucking, that part made me laugh. 
That part, like, <laughs> yeah. legit, like, well, there's not even any Canadians on these teams. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. well, that the, actually, what, that popped in my head. I was like, does this actually make, nope, this actually makes no sense. He's just doing it just to be an asshole. And right. by the way, the way that director was talking, they looked miserable. I don't want to see that. That's exactly how a director talks. So that was completely shit. But the fact that I they were setting up them. the cameras as the game was going on was bullshit because he, he set up your cameras at least, at least three hours before the game. I mean, I, I do a drive on to make sure everything's going to go. But that yeah. made me laugh because like, negative. T- I mean, the whole fucking movie made me fucking like, I'm not a cold weather person at all. And like, like them just hanging out like in the cold, like it was nothing. I'm like, you fucking crazy motherfuckers, like that. They that make me want to watch out cold. I've seen out cold. That was like my, me and my group of friends, like back when we were in Ames. That was like we got home from the bar at two and we tossed in out cold, like from like 2002 to like 2006. And uh, yeah, out yeah. cold had the greatest Eve song of all time I, that you can find wanna, nowhere except YouTube. But I digress. But and you don't ever okay. like I don't I don't want to I don't want to revisit out cold like as a spot in my memory that I'm just going to keep it at because I feel if I revisit it I'm not going to be happy about it like a few years ago at my uh, my friend got married we had a bachelor party and like his favorite movie was Rules of Attraction of Van- Vanderbeek and we got fucking piss wasted <laughs> and at the end of the night we topped that in like before we were all crashing and I'm like why did fucking 23 year old Ted ever enjoy this fucking movie like just you're I'm, still I'm, gonna I'm, like out cold. I yeah, I feel like I have a couple movies like that that I'm gonna forever like. I liked them when I was 16, and I'm, I still love them now. Like Boondock Saints. I don't. I will not uh, revisit Boondock no, no, Saints. There's, there's definitely those movies definitely have cringe in them, but <laughs> right. I'm afraid to revisit Boondock Saints. Holds up pretty well. 19 years later, you know whatever it is, it's. Perfect. I will, Williams, Freddie got injured. I will trust you, Sean. And when this whole apocalypse is over, we're all gonna go. We're gonna visit my friend, whose favorite movie is Out Cold, because he's like in a house in Cedar Rapids by himself for like nine days right now, because he works for a, a government contractor. So like they basically said, you can't leave. So yeah, uh, like and like this dude like travels across the world day every day. So like him being stuck in his house is fucking freaking him out. Like it's it's hard to explain, but, like. He never has food in his kitchen because he's never home. And now he's home for like he the next to, two months. He has to have food. Like, anyways. But anyways, I digress. All right. Is there any like – because we're at an hour already somehow. I have, Is there hang, any, on, like, hang on. I have something right. that I want to bring up that I notice. And I normally don't notice these things. This is normally your thing. Eliminate but they ended up with a – they ended up with a fucking Coca-Cola logo at Center Ice on the yep. pond. It's uh, a pond, a, and they ended up with a Coca-Cola old. logo at Center Ice. And, and, it's about how, like, the ponds are going to help them out, but I got to imagine Zamboni is flattening any bumps that would help their asses yeah. out. Yeah. Like, for pond hockey. Well, right. I yeah, kept waiting for them to that's the where it goes the second into, pond. Um... When we first got into pond hockey, pond hockey is not a flat surface. It is not. No, I know, but, but they over. show the second. They show the second pond. So I kept like assuming right. they're gonna like at some point like, like I honestly thought when they when they came up the Hank Azaria's character on the Zamboni, like he's not gonna he's gonna go fuck up the playing <laughs> surface. 
And then they're like, oh, well, now we're really doing hockey pond, right? We're going to the other side here. But, nope, they play the Rangers on a flat surface in which they would fucking get destroyed. Right. So that was that was another thing I noted. I loved the the Danner drunk cruising the Zamboni. Like, well, it's fucking mine, so I'm leaving. You know what I noticed for the first I'm time tonight? That I, I, I've watched the movie a thousand times. I didn't notice tonight, but when he gets pulled over before, when he gets stops the stops the Zamboni, he actually drops down the Zamboni part in the back. I didn't notice that until tonight. Like when he gets pulled over and he gets the eyes and the the flashlight in his face the Zamboni down before he gets out. and I just love Russell Crowe grabbing the bottle of booze before he hits the deck. That was my next part. Like, uh, is there, was there any, like, goosebump moments? Like, normally that's when, like, the speech is happening. And, like, that's a, that's a good segue. The only time I got goosebumps in the whole fucking movie was when Crowe tells Azaria, whose character I have, I don't know his name, like, thank you for this. That shit got me a little bit. Like right. not the speech. Uh, well, and I think that is Charlie fucking Danner. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. We got his name. <laughs> I think that is kind of the. I I because I don't think there's an inspirational moment like Burt Reynolds does to you know his inspirational speech is supposed to be the uh, the second intermission where he just goes. <laughs> Hey, we're gonna lay back. We're gonna play defense. We're not gonna let this turn into a fucking blowout. And we're gonna then, pack it in. And then right, and then Russell Crowe does this big like, "Am I? Are you tired? Am I? I'm not fucking tired. Is anybody <laughs> fucking tired?" Like, I think that's kind of supposed to be the big hype up moment. But yeah, it, there is an emotional. I think more of an emotional connection on the where he just goes, man. He goes, "I just want to thank you." He goes, I, I grew up, this is, this is a goddamn hockey town. I wasn't a hockey player. And like, and even, they even tell him just, you can't even fucking skate, man. As it, you know, they shit on him the whole yeah. movie. Like, or, sorry. Like, like, it's from, it's from maybe I'm an old lady. That's just saying this, but you can't even. It should have been recast as Betty. White. And also you're, you're a prick. And it's just like, <laughs> but yeah, like, and then he just goes, I don't know, man. It's uh, this is what I was good at. You were all good at hockey, so I brought good hockey. Mind you, though, he is in to town, town, blatantly trying to bring up this dude's marriage. Not even so. Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Like, yeah, that's not great. <laughs> like he, he makes a good point when Crow's like he says something like, "You don't smile like me like that anymore." Or I know right. that I know that smile. I know right, that. I've smile. been married. I've been married with, I've been married to you for twelve years or whatever. Uh, I know your smiles. And that's oh, a like, small that ass house. Not for me. Three, three, a small ass house they have there for have three boys. Maybe like there's a back yeah. area that has like more area I'd like to, but that living room kitchen area, pretty fucking tiny. Oh, that's baby. Like, like, yeah, like, but yeah, like that. That part where he's like, you know, I just want to say thank you because like that's that dude like he got shit on the whole movie and he's an asshole. I get that, but. He still brought the game there. Like, without him, that's not there. And he just gets shit on. Like, no yeah, one but the whole him. reason that he brought the game there was for him. That's fine, but he still brought it there. He didn't have to do that shit. He didn't I bring guess, it there yeah. for the town. He brought it there for himself. Well, but mm. they they asked 
I mean, you know, what's in it for you? And, you know, and he does right up front. He goes, it's, you know, it's community pride, whatever. And he goes, yeah, and some money. bullshit and they know it, yeah. But that being said, in a real world scenario with that happening, like, there's no way that's not a, since it's, it's being pumped as a PR move for the NHL. Like the NHL is not gonna just send a which team apparently like to, I mean to beat up on a fucking rogue pawn hockey team and not do anything for that community. Like you have to assume extrapolating that they're putting a million dollars into that community or something like that. Like and apparently the NHL, this, sorry, the NHL isn't just gonna send out teams on the All Star break and just go hey, go beat the fuck out of some pond hockey teams because it'll be cool to show on TV and fuck them kids, you know? Like, that's yeah, not but they're be... looking at, but once again, it's going to be a big TV spot. And the one thing the NHL cares about is TV because the NHL is barely on TV at this point. Well, so yeah, man. the and NHL nine, would see eyeballs, and that's all they would care. Well, right, so and, and I will agree with that, but it is, they say it in the movie that it's, they're sending the Rangers to Mystery Alaska over the All-Star break. So they're basically competing yeah. with All-Star NHL. Which, th- that doesn't with, make sense, right? Well, the, the All-Star week the is a complete, complete week Rangers. off. So it's not just the All-Star game itself. I mean, it's a complete week off, so. Well, they say that, though. They say the All-Star break. But, like, it, the timeline yeah. doesn't make sense, right. right? Like, it's mid-January, and it's, like, later in February. But, like, all right. I have one last nit, and I'm sorry. Like, Tree is this huge fucker. And they get a point, like, showing how big the Rangers are above him. But then when the game starts, he's still the biggest fucking guy on the fucking ice. Like, how yeah, does that I work noticed out? That too. I noticed that, too. Well, that, that's a logistical thing, because in order to do a hockey movie, you have to have actual hockey players that can be just nameless faces on the ice, and most of them are from, like, 5'10 to, like, maybe 6'3". So... Tree was yeah. probably six four, six five. So yeah, most of the know most hockey players are gonna be like he's, five nine he's six, to like six he's six six. He's a big yeah. Kevin, so, Durant, Kevin Durant at six six, yeah. I kinda wish they would have like shown on the map exactly where Mystery Alaska is. Like no not shit. just maybe like just is it up like on the top of Alaska, like in no man's land? Or is it like down I by Seattle? It's, it's an hour away from Dutch Harbor because I watched too much uh Deadliest catch. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's kind of what yeah, like, that's, that's a fair thing to do. That's like, kind of what I did in my head. Apparently, like, like the timeline, it hits like it's only like daylight for like three or five hours in Alaska, like in December, January, and like someone was if like that, that's depending true. on where you are, yeah. Like so, like a lot of these like scenes are like daylight hours, or like that doesn't, that doesn't, that doesn't you know, check out. But, that's getting pretty deep on picking nits, though. I think. I know I'm an asshole. So, but uh. <laughs> Right. It has been an hour. Um, do you have anything in your notebooks? Like I know JT and Sean take net. Jake and Can I'm I take my favorite part of the movie? Yes. Like my favorite section of the movie is at the end of the game when they lose and Hank Azaria is along the glass and he exhales and you see his breath on the glass as he's disappointed that they lost. Like that's my favorite part of the entire movie just from like a cameraman standpoint that they found that was awesome. And yeah, uh, that was awesome, and 
yeah. I wish he could like uh, he would have sat by somebody. I felt bad for him. Like he has this whole like arc where like he but he ostracized himself by leaving the small town. It was a small town. There's a small town mentality. When you leave us, you're turning your back on us, and you don't want to come back. So if you come back, you're not one of us. I just wish you had like a I don't know a happier moment, like high fiving somebody besides randoms, right? Like I don't know. And apparently, Who would you cast you know, the, as Dan Beebe's wife? Damn, I think Kate Mar- Mary, Mary, Mary McCormick. Oh, you're saying if you recast it, sorry. Recast. I think Kate, I say Kate <sighs> Mara or Emily Beecham, who was in uh Yeah. Oh man, they're like, they're, they're, like into the they're, they're like they're like 29, and Russell in that. I'd be like, he'd be like, he'd been, he'd been playing for 30, 13 years. You gotta go older. You gotta go like. It's going to be Emma Stone. Kate, Mar- Kate Mar is 37. I mean, that's the same. Kate, Kate Mar would do it well. Kate Mar, I'm a, I must not know who Kate Mar is. So I'm just gonna she was like in Shooter. Talking. She's the redheaded gal in Shooter, the movie Shooter. I actually like, think Kate Mar, Kate Mar would actually be similar hard. looking almost, too. Exactly. You need someone that's kind of, that's, you know, hot yet wholesome, but yet can totally kick your ass, and that's Kate Mar yeah. can pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> I do have one of JT's my... way better at recasting than we are. Yes, he is. He I actually wrote down there. every character and wrote it down. So. I just don't. I oh uh, yeah. I just that's yeah, fair. The the and one time the way, I did research Bailey for it, played I... by Oliver Pratt. <laughs> Oliver Pratt would be the mayor. He's a good good mayor. Yeah, I can see mayor. that. So, but the, the or whole the, thing uh, or about, a lawyer. The, about about Bailey Pruitt is lovable and fat. And that is definitely Oliver Pratt. Him, I'm not sure like what's more jarring, him dying, or like the premature ejaculation scene. Like both of those are like are just like wildly out left field. Like I feel bad that yeah, dude but died. if he doesn't die, there's no way they get the game. The reason they get the game is he died, and they have to do it. Well, from I feel a like PR he could die for a big. I hope I don't fucking die for a fucking sporting event. <laughs> like. <laughs> Ted, if I do, Ted wouldn't die win. for Iowa State to win a national championship is what you know, they better fucking win. That's what it better be. <laughs> I'm going to miss on some goddamn goal because the only character I don't give a shit is the one shooting the goddamn fucking last game. Fuck. <laughs> like, could not give a shit less about that fucking cashier feed salesman motherfucker that shot that last shot. Like, God damn it. Like, sorry. Yeah, the only other thing I have is uh, at the at the end of the game, they get, you know, the whole stick taps and uh and handshakes from uh from the Rangers you know, just you know, putting out the respect of hey, it was a good game. I kinda wish we they went bad to the Bears there and like they said, Fuck off, we don't give a shit. Like I wish they went that route a little bit, you know. No, you don't do that in my hockey. my counterpoint is that they should have had somebody the entire time that they were calling Stall, and it oh, should no. have been Gunner Stall because it would have worked out perfectly in the timeline, and he should have at the end of the game just went, "Let's go shake the hands," <laughs> and carried on the Mighty Ducks franchise, and it would have <laughs> all been canon, and it would have worked out perfect. No, if we don't, don't need to Gunner, say that. Stall if, we, went if, we, pro, if we don't, if we don't, if we don't, the Rangers cast. After every episode of that My Ducks new episode show, every episode we're going to podcast directly afterwards because the My Ducks are the villains. And I want to, like, 
I want to fucking drink with you as you like digest that shit. Like, I'm gonna have to buy a punching bag. <laughs> <laughs> I actually thought about the handshake while I was watching it. Like, honestly, like the stick tapping. Like, that's, like, the ultimate sign of respect from a fellow hockey player. And, like, I right. thought it was interesting that they actually kept up the true hockey tradition where the goalie right. leaves the handshake line and then the captain is the last right. one in. Yeah, and they're, hey, you know what? You, fuck, that was a good game. You know, that is that <laughs> is good for you. Right? So we're, we're proud of that. But it was, I mean, you go from the beginning of the, not the movie, but beginning of the game where the Rangers are just walking in and they're just like, man, we couldn't give a fuck a less about this game. Like, yeah. Are you kidding me? We got to, we got to play some fucking pawn hockey boys from Alaska. Like, no, nah, I'm good. Yeah. But they won the, the first period. They the, lost the second, the second period. They came back and made a game of it. So they earned their respect. That's right. 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 They played it back and just like, all right. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. It's good for you. Like, you're some grinders. You're some players. You you get what you get. So yeah. like that is that is a cool little a little tribute to to the hockey culture of just man that's that's respect. You your your people who walking walking onto that rink they didn't respect them clearly and leaving it and just like all right you proved your point and. These cats can ball, you know. <laughs> yeah, it still works. It's that's. I think that that was like the, the like this is an R-rated Disney movie to me was like, okay, they didn't win, but they still won, like type of thing. Right. They didn't or, win the game, but they won respect. Yeah. Because because they talk about it's in the whole little, like town hall meeting when it's Burt Reynolds talks about we have our dignity and we have this and just like, I, you know, basically saying we shouldn't, we have our illusions and we have our hockey. Yeah. And, and and then his kid stands up and he just, no, he he goes, I more or less, you know, I think it's better to keep those up. If we play this game, it's, it's more cowardly if we don't play this game, you know? And that's because there is the, the illusion that it's yeah we'll beat them by twenty, but at the same time you're maybe going to lose it by twenty, and then yeah. to lose to lose at the end by one on what is an, a, a poorly timed shot uh, at the buzzer. But uh, well, let me tell you, as losing by one <laughs> is the worst. I lost. We lost our championship game with half a second left in overtime. So, like, that one goal, like, I completely understand it. Like, to be that right. close and not make it, like, it's, oh, God, it's so much more frustrating than just getting fucking crushed. Right. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather lose by 20 in any scenario like that. Like, it's... I mean, we're, we're Iowa State fans, so, yeah. Like, of course we'd rather lose Hey, I'm a U&I fan. Remember Texas A&M and all? Oh, wait, fuck I, oh, I could not. I, I couldn't. I couldn't survive that. I would God, have broken but... a lot of things, and maybe not survive that. Like, I honestly I... watched that game, went home, was numb, and it like took like three months before anyone at work would ask me about it. And then my so coworker like, were... like, "Hey, can I ask you?" I'm like, "Like what the fuck?" I'm like, I... 
But yeah, sorry. Like anyway, you... I cut someone off. I'm done. No, you're fine, buddy. Like, I, I were you in public when that shit happened? Like, I was at Legends Bar and Grill on 50th Street in West Des Moines, which no longer exists. So. <laughs> Maybe that's a, that's a good thing, probably. I guess. Yeah, I've known the owner for several years, but yeah, you're right. So, I I found some music, and we're gonna call this a night. And I'm lazy, so we're gonna go with the uh, the song from uh, Vision Quest because that's what I do. Oh no, <laughs> it's a good nice. fucking song, motherfucker. It is a good is song, but <laughs> is it? <laughs> is it though? Wow. Yes. Tough crowd. Wow. Wow, that's great. Hey, JT, thanks for coming on. Uh, when we do uh, yeah, man. the next hockey movie, which we uh, apparently we're going to do random movies from now on for until baseball comes back, which will be never because the world's going to end. But that's cool. Um, we'll bring it back on for like Slapshot or Goon. Is there like, what's a hockey movie we should like put in that? Goon. Ball? Oh, my God. I Goon's mean. really good, actually. Goon's a really good movie. Goon is very good. Do not do Goon 2. God, no. I haven't watched it yet. I've been avoiding that. I hear it's really bad. So I hear it's like I saw Boondock Saints. I saw Boondock Saints too, and I regretted watching All Saints Day. So yeah. But uh, Goons, yeah, I, Goons, I think Goon Saints is very, very overrated. Was that? Yeah, we got. I saw Boondock Saints drunk. The second one. I have not refused. No. I have not came back to see the first one again because like I, it just it's too fond of a spot in my memory. I don't want to fuck. I don't want to leave it. It's just there. Cool. I don't no, but no, I, mean, I definitely like to watch Goon because Goon's actually a really good movie. I saw Goon. Might drunk be Sean William Scott's best acting. I'm a big Sean William Ooh. Scott fan. Like he's he's underrated. He's so bad. He no, plays he's actually a pretty good actor. Un, so yeah, he plays oddball characters so well. Sorry. Anyway, I mean he's in like he's, even uh, I, the Rundown and yeah. He's good in the Rundown. He's in Euro Trip. I mean Road Trip. He's a uh, well, he plays uh, role model. amazingly. He was good role in model. Uh, role, was, models. Uh, role models is great. Like it's underrated. He, role models role is models. a great fucking movie. Yeah. Like, I got the that's a Twitter poll right now. What's his like favorite like character? I, I think role models might be my favorite Sean William Scott movie, besides American Pie too. Even his small, but, uh, his small role American in Old School is awesome. I just I hated how and this like I'm glad no one's listening to this point of this podcast. I hated how they like how like how dumb they made Stifler in American yes. Wedding, and they kind of re- they kind of redeemed his ass in the fourth one. Like American Wedding is the Rocky Five of like American Pie movie premiere for me, just not does not exist. I will not rewatch American Wedding. Oz is not in it. Doesn't make any sense. Oz is Jim's best friend, and he's not there. Like just sorry, can't do it. Fair enough. <laughs> and Sean William Scott's character eats dog shit. Like, just fucking eats it. Like, sorry. Anyways, time for Journey. We'll discuss hockey shit. I'm excited for uh, the uh, matinee baseball women's only version where Emily, Jackie, and Tammy are going to discuss uh, Bring It On. I'm going to get drunk. Oh, yeah. So, here we go, boys. Later, guys.